Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Tour de Cycling Podcast. Today, going to be talking about the Vuelta España stage number five, almost a quarter of the way through the tour already. Feels like it's just started, uh, but still lots to go, so don't worry there. Uh, Looking at today's stage, uh, lumpy at the start and then a descent into a valley which also has rolling terrain before about 50k's to go we crest a second category to climb before a descent into another small lump and then a descent and a flat run into the line. All in all it's 186.2 kilometers long uh, with nice temperatures again about 25 degrees and sunny this is what the riders would have been hoping for for most of the tour uh, so let's talk about the stage uh, before the stage started we did have three non-starters they were Brian Cockard after his crash yesterday uh, Guerrero from Movistar and Kobe Goosens from Intermarche Circus Wanty. I don't know why Guerrero and Goosens didn't start but I can only assume it's a result of all the crashes yesterday. Uh, during the stage, we had two uh, non-finishes, both from a Jaco Alula. We had Filippo Zana. I'm not sure why he pulled out. He might have been feeling unwell or uh, results of crashes. And we also had Eddie Dunbar, uh, the hope for Jaco Alula to get top 10. He actually crashed in the neutral zone, uh, which is unfortunate for him. So Jaco down two men in one stage. They're down to six riders overall. Uh, it be interesting to see what they do now since, well, they don't have a GC hope anymore. Um, so let's get into the stage. There actually was a decent fight for the break in this stage. Uh, and in the end, after all of that, we actually only ended up having one rider up the road. We had Fagundes from Burgos BH, the Uruguay rider. Uh, He was solo for the entire stage. Uh, There was actually a very big battle, as I said. We even had Stefan Bissiger trying to get in this break. Uh, Because you never know with these kind of stages, with the amount of sprint teams here, there is a big possibility for a day like this where the break can go the whole way. Uh, but then it stopped and lulled down uh, and the brake just rolled off the front, which was Fagundes. So just like that, he was off the front. He had about five minutes at the max and then Alperson just chucked one man on the front to uh, bring it back. Nothing else happened until we hit the second category climb. Now up the second category climb, we had potential for attacks and we only ended up having one which was Sepulveda the KOM jersey wearer so the gap was only down to about a minute at this point as we hit the second category climb and Sepulveda was able to bridge across to Fagundes without trouble and pass him to take maximum points over the top of the second category climb giving him five points in the race for the KOM jersey uh, there was a good descent. We saw Sadao Quickstep controlling the front because uh, Jumbo Visma knew the roads better and Sadao Quickstep wanted to uh, 
make sure that Yumbo didn't try anything on the descent. So they came to the front with their team, including Remco Evnopol, and they just controlled down, down the descent. Up this little rise before the descent into the finish, um, we, well, at least I thought there would be action uh, and maybe an attack, but there was actually no attacking. Instead, sprinters' teams starting to get themselves lined up. Uh, we did have this bonus intermediate sprint with about 11 kilometers to go. Uh, and we actually saw some GC action for it since there were 6, 4, and 2 bonus seconds up for Alpha. Uh, so we actually saw Remco Evnopol win this sprint, getting him 6 bonus seconds. Caden Groves deciding to only go for green jersey points. I don't think he'd be worried about the 4 bonus seconds. So he gained 17 more points in the green jersey. And then we saw Casper Pedersen. Uh, from Sadao sweeping up the final two bonus seconds. Uh, so interesting move there by Remco Evnopol. He decides to uh, he decides he needs as big as lead as he can get. Uh, so interesting there, Caden Groves minimal effort. He could have easily passed Remco, uh, but he decided to save himself for the final sprint, which was pretty much guaranteed at this point. Uh, surprisingly, there weren't any crashes, but until uh, well, until 3Ks, where we did have a crash just outside the 3K marker. Uh, I don't think we had any uh, GC riders caught up in that crash. Uh, we did have Menton from Lotto Sidal, uh, Lotto Destiny, uh, caught up in that uh, crash. So the Lotto Sprinter. Uh, who came top five, I believe, yesterday. Uh, he was out, but otherwise, all the other sprinters were there. So we were heading into a final sprint. Uh, we saw Alpes and Dukunic have the best lead-out train uh, with really the one uh, main sprinter at this tour, maybe Milano as well, but uh, Alpes and Dukunic, the main sprint team here, Caden Groves, the main sprinter, they have a really good lead-out train, and they were able to dominate the run into the finish line with Caden Groves sitting in the best position possible. Uh, we saw the sprint to the line. It was ended up being a battle between Groves and Garner. Filippo Garner does have a very good sprint, if you didn't know. He's not only a time trialist. Uh, so it was between Groves and Garner to the finish, but... Uh, Groves just edging out Garner closer than expected though. Almost had to go to a photo finish, but Alps and Dukunic knowing that Groves had done it. Uh, Filippo Garner, as I said, finishing in second. He didn't give it a sprint yesterday, which I feel like he should have. He might have done well. Uh, Van Gestel from Total Energies uh, in third. Dainese, after not competing yesterday's sprint, um, takes fourth. ASCII in 5th for Group Armour FTJ, so Group Armour been a bit quiet this uh, tour so far, but I'm sure they're looking for uh, something else apart from uh, the jerseys. They're probably looking for a top 10 with Lenny Martinez and uh, maybe a stage win or two. 
Uh, Milano, nowhere to be seen in this sprint. I'm not sure what happened to him. Maybe he got caught up in the uh, crash. I don't think he crashed, but he was not at the finish to contest the sprint. Uh, GC-wise, obviously it means that Remco Evnopol extends his lead uh, by a solid 6 seconds over his rivals. So Enric Mass now 11 seconds from Evnopol. Lenny Martinez 17 back. Jonas Vinegard 37. Uh, and those are the main contenders. Uh, Roglic is 43 seconds back. Uh, and the, those are really the main contenders. Uh, the UAE guys are about 45. We did see Roman Bardet drop out of the top 10 down to 40th position. Uh, don't know why that happened, but again, for a second day in a row, we see top 10 GC riders dropping out. Uh, and now Primoz Roglic is up to 7th, Ayuso 8th, Soler 9th, and Almeida sneaks into the top 10 now. Uh, and Ironsman is up to 11th, so top 11 riders really looking at uh, podium placings, maybe. Uh, it will be between, though, Evnopol, Vinegard, Roglic, maybe we'll see a UAE rider, but I think the rest of them going for top 5 or top 10. Big surprise, though, to see that Roman Bardet dropped out. I wasn't expecting that. Maybe he did crash or something like that. The points jersey now is Caden Grove's dominant lead. Almost uh, how long? 60 points. 60 points over Vendrami now from AG2R. Evnopol in third with 45 points. So Caden Grove's looking like he's going to take this one all the way back to Madrid. KOM jersey, Sepulveda now 11 points over Remco Evnopol, so that's a nice lead for him. It means if Remco wins a Category 1 climb, which we do have tomorrow, then he'll maintain the jersey. Uh, team's classification has stayed the same. Yumbo, uh, you'll notice they're wearing red numbers. That means that they're the leaders of the team's classification. Uh, so if you see that, that is why they're doing it's only five seconds over UAE though, so it could be a close battle there. Uh, Remco is obviously leading the youth classification as well, if you already didn't know that. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow's stage, predominantly uphill, with a couple Cat 3 climbs towards the start before rolling terrain, uh, a bonus intermediate sprint at the top of a little climb, and then a little descent up to a category 1 summit finish where GC action will kick off again. Could be one for the break if the GC teams don't feel like chasing. Uh, we could see a Caruso or Kamna like we saw on stage 3. Uh, so, could be interesting to see how that pans out. Could be GC, could be breakaway. I don't know. I'm going to predict that it's actually going to go to a breakaway. Uh, but that's tomorrow, and until then, goodbye.